previously on my best friend's journal. This weekend I got like smacked in the face with a very quick sickness that has not been identified by the CDC. I've submitted my symptoms and they have yet to get back to me. Um. <laughs> I have been in Indianapolis, uh, which is where I'm from. It's my hometown. I was surprising one of my best friends in the whole wide world. She's pregnant with her third baby. I've listened to Wet Ass Pussy like probably 20 oh, times sure. in the last three days just because I've been like determined to get every word of that song down. Oh, you got offer for um, this acapella tour you're going to do, which I'm going to rename um, The Dog's Toupee. So stupid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, so you don't like soup? Explain. No, soup I mean... is the Florida of food. <laughs> it's the droopy dick of entrees. I will take it as an appetizer. I will even take it as a side. I will not take it as a main course. And if you serve it to me as a main course, I will throw it back in your face. Absolutely not. It is a no for me. Five years ago, he got a book to hold my private thoughts. And now we're gonna take a peek, grab a drink, or smoke some pot. Your private thoughts read aloud, how does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote, this shit might get too real. Nothing here is sacred, I'm haunted by my past. It's called my best friend's journal. Let's start this damn podcast. Let's sing this theme a little longer first. It's someone's favorite podcast. Yes, and the world's greatest podcast. Oprah's favorite podcast. Hello. Hello, you little titty twister. How you doing? Oh, titty twister. Yeah. Purple nurple. Oh, Nerpy. Did you ever get that That's one? It's a good dog name. No, no, it wouldn't be a good dog name. No, it's an awful dog name. No, did you ever get the term purple nurple? Is that what you called titty twisters ever? Yeah, both. They were interchangeable. Mm hmm. Uh, well, I don't care for it as a nickname, but uh, thank you for taking me down memory lane. Hi, I'm Cam. And I'm Mike. And this is my best friend's journal. How you been, friend? We've been away from each other for so long. We have so much catching up to do. I know. It has been a minute. Um, I'm good. We are both recently back home, returned from separate journeys far and wide. But before I get into my own trip, how was yours? Um, Well, it started great because I saw a couple wonderful friends in Brooklyn. Oh, and good. Then... So it ended with catastrophe. <laughs> How'd you guess? <laughs> um, ESPN. I was a plus one at a wedding in Connecticut. Uh, our friend Erin was uh, the guest, and she brought me along because I'm also friends with the bride. Mm-hmm. So I was very yeah. excited about that. Started in Brooklyn and had a great night with her and our other friend, just some beers and drinking and, and getting ourselves stoked for our wonderful weekend. We drive to Connecticut, get ourselves ready, go to this wedding, and right around the time of the ceremony, I start feeling like, huh. Something's something's a bit off, but I had had a ton of coffee, like two full iced coffees. Um, and did you shit was, your pants? I did not shit my pants. I wish, I wish, because that's a quicker, uh, it's a quicker problem. It's more easily resolved. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. More embarrassing, but more easily resolved. I'm wearing like certainly, yeah, you know, wedding clothes. So I'm kind of hot. It's a hot day, so it's like I just you know coffee and heat. That's all. Okay. Okay. Ceremony finishes. Then we get to the cocktail hour. I stand up get you shot your pants i shot my pants i still didn't shit my pants i will never shit my pants on this trip i won't say never but never on that you know past trip i'll stop Um, asking (laughs) please don't no it's uh it's fun for me um i just like could not stand up i felt terrible i missed the 
entire wedding. Like I got five, 10 minutes of cocktail hour and had to go back to our hotel. And I went to bed from six oh, no. until eight the next morning. I had terrible chills. I had did you have mononucleosis? Fever. No, I thought maybe I did. Um, got tested the next day. I drove home immediately to Philadelphia. I went to urgent care. You love urgent had care. Had fucking strep throat. I do love urgent care. They know me. It's like uh, intimate. Again. Strep well, again. Well, they didn't diagnose it last time, but it's the same exact damn symptoms, they, right? It's the same symptoms. They tested it last time, but it came back negative. They tested it this time, and it came back positive. It felt the same, although this one seemed to linger longer. So... Who wow. knows? Maybe it was the same thing. Do you thing. have to? Do you have to? Strepococcal, do you, have to do you let it linger? <laughs> Strepococcal, do you linger? Yes, it's beautiful. It's You know what? I got the syllables in and I'm proud for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I missed the wedding. It was a, like the worst wedding fail I can imagine. I was so bummed because was, there was Yeah, a not, of... not making it <laughs> through, not even making it to the reception is like a pretty big party foul. I'm, I'm really sorry. I know. Also, it... like worth it for you to have like made the trip, RSVP'd, them to have bought you dinner, all that kind of <laughs> shit. That sucks. Uh, luckily, it was a buffet, so hopefully I didn't, uh, you know, interrupt mm, good, the good, budget good. too much. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, it was worth it because I'm glad I got to see friends, but I'm so bummed because there were so many folks there mm. from both yours and my past that I would have loved to have chatted with, but I didn't get the opportunity. Well, and you were kissing the groom on the mouth right before the ceremony. I so. was licking his tongue. Oh my God, can I tell yeah. you? Um, mm, you can. <laughs> so uh, I did not realize... I did get to say hello to the bride and groom, so at least there was that. I did not realize the bride listens to this podcast avidly, and the reason I found out is because when I met- Oh, hey, girl. Hey, girl, hey. When I met the groom for the very first time, he was like, I knew I recognized your voice. I was like, why? He was like, oh, your podcast. I was like, oh, God. I don't like- (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it will never not follow you. I know. Uh. I'm like, all I can think about is episode 14 whenever anyone tells me they've heard the podcast. (laughs) I'm like, well, you know you me know, intimately. I gotta tell you, um, it looks like you missed a really good party. So I'm so sorry that you <laughs> missed the wedding. Uh, uh, I saw I'm a lot of social too. media, like dancing and general revelry. Um, and I know that you love a wedding. You like to get down on the dance floor in a wedding suit. It's true enough. I get to do that with one of our other friends. Um, well, everyone knows who our friend Sam is. She's been on this very podcast. She has. I just told her today that I would be her plus one to a wedding in October. Um, going out to the East Coast. And it's the same situation. Like, I know the bride and groom. We are not close friends. We knew each other. We used to work together at Schmish Martin. So it's like, I won't be a stranger. But like, no responsibility. My day is in the wedding party i can pretty much just like eat drink and be merry and like be in pictures on her arm it'll be fun oh that's gonna be great i hope first of all she's a great she's great arm candy for pictures i've been looking at old pictures of the two of us honestly wonderful uh very photogenic so that's gonna be good for both of you um second of all i'm really hoping sloppy cam comes out i haven't seen him in years years and a wedding feels like a place for it to be really really someone that i'm not terribly close with it feels like the time to really pull some focus (laughs) yes because you're you you have a bunch of good friends at this place like old friends i think it's the time Mm. to really dive into your uh old party cam roots and uh put on a show for everyone my goal for the night is not (laughs) to put on a show but to like rise to the level of the party and not go beyond because mm, party cam like that like the next day has to look through the wedding album to see what party cam (laughs) got up to is dead to me (laughs) uh that's an amazing photographer to get that wedding album out the next day um (laughs) 
Also, these people can party, so maybe rising to the level is going to be enough to get like a real good party cam out. Also, is this near that Wawa you're not allowed in? It's in Virginia, so it might not be far, and it's very likely that we'll make an appearance at the bar across the street. So, I don't know. I don't think they have my picture up anymore. Can you give me five um, minutes? I'm going to send it to them right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to apologize to any of the listeners that can hear this rabid hummingbird outside my window. Um, I have to keep the window open because it's hot in here. And there's a hummingbird just twittering its little ruby neck off. Oh my god, is it foaming at the ruby mouth? Throat? Ru- ruby throat? Ruby slippers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's also, a friend of Dorothy. You said twittering and I'm just like picturing it with a little phone, just like tweeting political <laughs> rants. <laughs> nope, nope. The uh, original Twitter, the OG. Um, well, I'm sorry that you got sick and missed a wedding. Uh, you got home safe, though, and you're on antibiotics. You're feeling better all well. I got home safe. I'm feeling much better. I just finished my round of antibiotics, so we're on the up and up. My mom is convinced I have the plague, so I've had to talk her off a ledge. But other than that, <laughs> we're in good shape. <laughs> so glad to hear it. Just one more thing to worry about, your mom's mental health during your sickness. She's like, you're getting sick a lot. You never used to get this sick. And I'm like, mom, like what? selective memory and i ran through every time i've been sick as like a child she's like okay i guess but she's just anything she can worry about also mom i just took my mask off for the first time in 18 months i've been licking faces left and right let's not be super surprised that i you know am a little under the weather okay to be fair i did not lick any faces this time this is just bad luck um i haven't licked faces since the last time i got to trap and i learned not to lick faces anymore I've only been looking shoes. Yeah, and you were sucking the the pole in the bus, remember? Mm, yes, <laughs> sucking the pole in the bus. <laughs> Not just looking, but like giving it a hickey. <laughs> Delicious. Can you imagine seeing just some stranger on the bus or the subway attempting to give the pole a hickey? <laughs> full, full like Mary Catherine Gallagher with the tree. Just... <laughs> Open mouth kissing. Oh, superstar. We've never referenced that on here ever before. That's a first. That's the only VHS tape I ever wore out in my youth. With <laughs> I my thought you were going to say that's the only VHS tape I still own. <laughs> oh, no, no. I don't own any. Uh, that's a lie. There's definitely some old show choir tapes on VHS in a box somewhere. Well, send those to me ASAP. <laughs> oh, to pop into your VCR? <laughs> I will find one on eBay for that purpose. <laughs> uh no 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 um but my friend jake and i were so obsessed with superstar we would watch it every time we hung out together which was like weekly we watched it until like there were like threadbare parts in that tape that it would just go completely like staticky we loved it just so much i could quote the entire thing at one point in my life i liked like all i can really remember is the the armpit thing where she gets nervous and sniffs her hands Mm -hmm. but i don't really remember do you remember how her parents died oh oh is it a tragic irish dance accident yes they were in a as they called it irish step dancing competition and (laughs) fat teddy mcginty bumped the speed on the record player and their troop (laughs) danced and danced and they they went down and before they could stop they had danced them to death so the wedding i missed was uh a lot of irish (laughs) dance folks so really i i avoided a a huge tragedy here i could have been stomped to death if uh yeah if the music got a little too fast (laughs) Uh, absolutely could have that happens all the time in that community it's tragic Anywho, (sighs) how was your trip? Where have you been? What's been going on? How are you now? Um... My trip was great. Um, I went home to Indy for the like third time in the last year. I've been bouncing back there pretty often. Yeah, more, much more often than usual. So do you remember back in the spring when I went home to Indy to um, do my friend's nursery as a surprise while she was out of town? I yes, do, you remember yes. my pregnant mm-hmm. friend. Yes. So that friend has since had the baby. Oh, thank God. If not. And I wanted to meet the baby before he got so big. That baby would be like 18 months old inside her right now. <laughs> 
Um, I promised her months ago that I'd make a trip home before the baby got too big because I wanted to meet him. And so I did that. Um, went home, met the baby, got to see some friends and family while I was there. It was Aww. great. Ran around like crazy. How was the baby? Um, it was the baby's so cute. He's so chunky. He's really big. Um, and he has really fat arms. Oh my God. The funniest <laughs> thing happened. So I was in the nursery with my friend and, um, she was changing him. Um, she gets them all suited up, diapered in a new onesie, picks him up and we're about to leave the room. And she gets this really weird look on her face and she slowly pulls the baby away from her and looks down and her whole front is wet. She was like, he, he just peed on me and he's fully clothed. His diaper is dry. His onesie is dry. She was like, what just happened? So she undoes everything. <laughs> and his little, this is the second week in a row we're talking about baby penises. It was pointed <laughs> out the side of his diaper. <laughs> oh so my God. He peed out of his diaper and his onesie <laughs> and directly onto his mom. <laughs> okay. So I don't know if that was like super kind or a super dick move. Cause like on the one hand, he doesn't have to be changed again. So that's a treat. But on the other man, fuck you. He avoided uh, himself he completely did. and just peed in his mom. No, he <laughs> did have to get, because there was like, by the time she got them all done, there was like a drip on both. And she's like, well now I can't like, you know, he's like a little bit wet. So I can't like keep oh, him in so these he things. Is so just, a dick. just like, yeah, yeah, just a dick. She, like more laundry, a completely wasted diaper. And then she had, had to change her outfit it was so funny i was like man this is motherhood right here it's a magic trick man we got the next uh, david blaine on our hands he does piss tricks right piss tricks. <laughs> this is her third boy she was like i should know better <laughs> you gotta point that thing down um anyway if you was... watch rupaul's drag race you gotta tuck it i can get us some baby duct tape <laughs> No. Oh, baby duct tape. Very skinny rolls. Um, so anyway, uh, the baby is great. He was the sweetest. Like he's the, I think I heard him make sounds like twice out of two days hanging out. Um, he is just very chill. All he wants to do is eat and sleep and poop and pee. So he slept on me for like, he he fell asleep (laughs) on my chest and we just like snuggled for a little bit. He's precious. That's adorable. Um, there's nothing better. Uh, so then after Indy, I went to Dallas to see our friend Kelsey, who we've talked about on this podcast before. Kelsey and Jordan, but Jordan wasn't in town most of the time I was there. We um, went to Disney we with them out. right when we began this podcast. Oh, we sure did. Yeah, I posted a lot of pictures about it. Um, so they live in Dallas, Texas. And so went and visited them. We had a really chill weekend. It was hot as balls. Um, we hung out in their pool pretty much every day. One night we went to Korean barbecue. There's a huge Korean population in their suburb, which I had no idea. There's like a whole K-town. It was Fun. bonkers. It was like like you went to this one part of town and there was so much Korean stuff. I was like in heaven. Had amazing Korean barbecue. And then I was gonna say this is my gayest moment of the week but i think i have one gayer so we'll postpone that for a second um we went to noribong which is korean karaoke it was just me and kelsey and her little sister and we like sang our tits off in a private karaoke room just drinking beers and singing everything we get our hands on it was so fun kelsey's an amazing singer she's got a really good high belt and she was like on fire she was singing lady gaga and adele like i was like fangirling it was so so good good gay selections well done kelsey my uh highlight which was going to be my gayest moment i may or may not have brought the house down uh with my rousing rendition (laughs) of brought the house down boots continue sorry 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 yes i may or may not have brought the house down boots with my rousing rendition of wop in which i sang both cardi b and megan the stallions parts with almost no looking at the screen hey good for you because you worked on that you were practicing i worked on that for months i'm proud Um, of you good job it was my moment to shine the mic was like dripping wet when i was done i was spitting on that mic spitting on it the mic was dripping wet when you were done with wet ass pussy uh-huh yes yeah. just it was a kinda, wet ass mic it's honestly just a little gross um when i hear 
wet ass pussy now all i can think of is that like viral tiktok thing where it's like you can trade mouths with someone um, <laughs> and it's, it's like celine dion um get a bucket on a mop or somewhere <laughs> Oh, I like your Celine. It's like half Celine, half Kermit. It's like uh, the remnants of, of Strap is what it really is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but then my actual gayest moment came the next day. Uh, why don't you go ahead and play that theme right now? Gay, 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 gay. So the next morning we go to brunch in this really cool kind of trendy area of Dallas. It's called Deep Ellum. It's like this very like arts districty like music hub. And so we are at this like very bougie little hipster Mexican restaurant um, having a nice brunch and, and enjoying it. And then this like mariachi band comes out. They have live music here all the time apparently. And it wasn't like cheap mariachi. It was like very upscale, like hired a band like in traditional clothes there's like five or six piece bands sure. like everyone's playing their instruments and singing it was really good um and it would have been not gay at all however i look over and there's this musician he's one of the guys that's playing an instrument i have no idea what it was it's like a tiny guitar but not a ukulele and not a viola i don't know probably some mariachi instrument i just looked it up i'm pretty sure what camp's describing is called a viola um, and he has a really nice body, very apparent through his tight white pants, like thick legs, good butt. I was Hard. distracted. And he like turns wearing white pants, turns so he's facing me in this like bright brunch sunlight. And I could see his whole dick. He was uncut and it hang heavy to the left. I wow. was so distracted at brunch. I was like, that's distracted. I can I was so distracted at lunch. I could see his whole penis and I leaned into the girls. It was Kelsey and her little sister. Sorry to her little sister. I mean, I'm completely inappropriate when I'm around my friends. Is she an Be adult? surprised. She's an adult, but I mean, she probably didn't need me to stage whisper to the table. That man's uncut dick is staring me in the face right now. But <laughs> we like all like surreptitiously looked around and then Kelsey was like, I can't see anything else in this room. That is just out to play. But I was completely making eye contact with this guy's dick as they made their way around the room, table to table, taking requests. Um, by the way, speaking of requests, they went to a table in the corner that had a little kid, and he requested Baby Shark, and they knew it, and they played it mariachi style. Wow. It was so cute. Hey, should I put that in here as the transition music? Uh, Baby Shark. Oh, God. <laughs> Maybe you'll forget by the time you get to the end of your gayest moment. Did you see any dicks? I did not see any dicks yet but i did start a new job and i'm hopeful um oh I, <laughs> sex work no um I, I started a new job which is so fun i'm really enjoying it so far it is my first ever like nine to five like a very traditional style but it's like i don't know a chic place and cool i'm having a great time anywho couple gay moments arose out of it uh none is spectacular but i think together they add up to one good gay time first as you is, often tell me you're gay if you're doing it. It can be your gayest moment. That's true. Thank you. So uh, first one is I'm meeting a whole lot of people and there's a bunch of Zoom meetings. And on one meeting, there's this woman who like I'll definitely be friends with right away. I don't know her at all yet. She's just leading this meeting. She introduces herself and I haven't even spoken. And she goes, sorry, by the way, my face makeup does not match my neck. Um, I'm going to go to Sephora later and fix it. <laughs> and... <laughs> This lady she doesn't. Brought, she she either bought the wrong one or she's gotten tan. <laughs> she doesn't even know my name yet, and I was like, "Hey, sorry to interrupt. I was gonna say that to you. I just need you to know that it's been really distracting." Um, I felt comfortable. Did she, was she like, laugh? She did. She was giving me like the vibes where I felt like that'd be okay. Oh, that's so, amazing. Um, outed myself immediately, 
And uh, second uh-huh. moment was today, actually. They they often give out food and have little treats around. And uh, there were some ice pops and they were melting. The kind that are like in the plastic tube that are just juice if they melt. And oh, yeah. one of my colleagues was like, you know what? I will. A classic freezer pop. Classic like childhood summer freeze pop. Um, one of my colleagues was like, I'm just going to go around and hand them out before they melt. And I was like, you know what? I'll do it. And it'll be a good chance to get to know people and say hello. And uh, he brought out this like trolley. So before I know it, I am pushing around a trolley with these like colorful popsicles sticking out of ice. And I just felt like the trolley witch from Harry Potter. And I'm uh-huh. like prancing around the office. Would anyone like some freezer pops off the trolleys, dear? <laughs> <laughs> and that was yeah, a first you know, impression for many of me. I can see it in my mind's eye. And I really feel like you've just saved yourself like needing to come out to any of these people, which is a whole thing for at sure. work. You know, you have to like drop like oh, my boyfriend, or I was dating this guy, or, you know, wear a really tight shirt, or whatever it is. Like, there's, like, different, like, kind of, without yeah. saying, hi, I'm Mike, and I'm gay, ways <laughs> that you have to come out to new people, which straight people never have to do. People talk a lot about this. Like, we have to come out constantly in our lives, and sometimes that doesn't go super great. Um, but oh, I'm not worried about that here. It's a very, like, liberal yeah, company. Most sure. of my coworkers are women. Um, and on oh, that's great. some of the trainings, on most of the trainings I've done, um, they've included all different gendered relationships when they're talking about different situations. And seems like most of the time, whenever there's gay men, they're doing like bad things. It's like, Carlos told his boyfriend about some insider trading secrets. Is this okay? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, depends on if Carlos gets caught. <laughs> no, that's not what I answered. I was all very good and ethical. Um, anywho, it's been great. I've been having a lovely time so far. My schedule has Sounds been... Like- Sounds like you're done with this podcast. Anyway, this has been been great. great. (laughs) No, the new job has been great. Um, Okay, And I'm sure new gay moments will arise from it, so that's exciting. For now, I'm just trying to adjust to this new schedule. I have never done, you know, the normie thing. I usually do the vagabond Mm. thing where I, you know. The normie. The normie. You know, most people in the world who have jobs, that. Um, I'm glad you're getting that experience, and I'm also glad that it's a good experience. And it's not like soul destroying because sometimes office jobs can, you know, kind of suck your soul out your butt. Uh, so I'm glad, I'm glad <laughs> that you got a good one. Your butt. They have um, wet vacs for that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It's just a, a soul shop vac, a dementor shop vac. It's a sphinx um, soul sucker. Listen. Okay, <laughs> great. Just tickling himself over there. Um, before we get into ye old journal, um, have you been watching anything good? Have you had time to watch anything good with all your travels, all your working? I did finish one full season of a new show, which is a huge accomplishment for me. I started Tuca and Birdie based on a recommendation, and it is never in uh, my life have I heard those words. It's an animated series on Netflix. It's been around since 2019. I think there's only one season. I've seen it around, and I knew I would probably like it, but it's just so hard for me to begin anything new. But uh-huh. once it was recommended, I, I did start, and it's awesome. It's Tiffany Haddish and Ali Wong. They are the main characters. Oh. And it's also produced by Nicole Byer. It is so funny, but it's also, like, you know, full of heart and good good storytelling and good morals, um, but also ridiculous. Is it adult? It's adult, very, very adult. Okay. It almost feels like if Broad City had done Family Guy. Oh shit, that's funny. Okay, yeah, it's it's great. I like that very um, much. How about and yourself? Still never watched Big Mouth. I, I've seen Big Mouth. I just haven't watched it like you know, start to finish. I understand. Um, listen, I'm all in on the Olympics right now. This will come out a week from now, so there will be a few days left before the closing ceremonies. I think, but um. It's been really good. Um, I think that the discussion around uh, Simone Biles, her pulling out of the uh, all-around competition, was really interesting and important. Um, 
I have been really lucky. I haven't seen any like rage or anything on my social feeds or on my news. Like I've, I've got that shit dialed in. I know there's like some like white male rage out there, but I've just you don't completely, follow the people that are raging. I super do not. I super don't. Um, and I haven't even watched it yet because it's on primetime tonight, but I know Suni Lee won the gold for the, um, women's all around um it's just it's like an amazing story i've been following the news all day and i cannot wait to watch it. i haven't watched any of her stuff so that's the kind of stuff that i get super nerdy and excited about last night i was jumping up and down watching swimming i don't care about fucking swimming Obviously but like i was do. so <laughs> excited and i was like losing my mind in the middle of our living room peter was like i've never seen the side of you before it's like this is the olympics baby i'm into it um so I'm just really liking it. I'm enjoying it. That's pretty much the only content that I'm watching because once I get done with work and, you know, settle down for the evening, I just turn on primetime and see watch whatever's happening. All right. Well, it'll probably be over before folks listen to this, but they can always check out the highlights on YouTube. Oh, yeah, definitely. And if you're super gay, um, watch some of those swimmers warm up or Ooh, watch I... those divers. Oh, yeah. I sure did watch Tom Daly get the gold. Yes, gay excellence. Mm-hmm. My God. God, he looks good in that tiny little ass Speedo, doesn't he? Oh, he sure does. I feel like those Speedos get smaller every year because they're like, you know, they want like this, I don't know, the least splashy things. They Maybe they don't get smaller, but I'm like, damn, that's very little clothes. I think his ass gets bigger as he trains more, and so his Speedo stays the mm, same size. Just mm. stretch it out, baby. Okay. Anyway. Before Cam jizzes his pants, we have got to uh, <laughs> grab the journal. Bye. All right, Mikkel, it is January 8th, 2017. Remind us what's going on. Well, I just accepted a job with the Dogs to Pay, an acapella group that's going to be touring the Midwest. So that'll be that'll be thrilling. And I think I put in my two weeks at Blossom. Nothing sounds like more fun than a van tour of the Midwest, just flat freeways as far as the eye can see. All right. <sighs> so it is January 8th. You had a brunch shift at Blossom. Then you napped on the couch. And later, Mrs. Doubtfire was on. Oh, thank God. Great. <laughs> Thank God is right. Uh, the 9th of January, so annoyed that I was at Blossom, so late for Mr. Landsman. Oh, Mr. Landisman. This is the first time Mr. Landisman has showed up in this journal. Oh, I hope he's still alive. Are we going to use his name? Yes, he is 110 and doesn't own a phone. Um, so he'll never hear this. <laughs> he was this little old man who would order the same shit every time. And I got to tell you, he was a pain in the ass. He was a, he chapped my asshole right good. <laughs> this man. Oh, not just chapped your ass, but chapped <laughs> the hole. He, he would come in like one minute before close. And when I tell you, he chewed at the pace of like, I don't know, a snail doing the hurdles it is not uh, it's not descriptive enough <laughs> he so the snail's in a hurry but he really can't do any better <laughs> yeah kind of no well, mr landison was not in any kind of fucking hurry he uh, came so late he many a nights i would just sit there watching mr landisman chew and he like was so specific about everything he's he lived in the upper west side his entire life in the same apartment but i had a soft spot for him he was like a lonely man and he complained to everyone about everything and hated everyone, but he also kind of liked me, you know? He just, like, enjoyed uh-huh. some time together, and so, like... He was a slightly he, lovable curmudgeon? Yes, exactly. I don't... I have no, like, specific story about Mr. Landisman. He just, like, owns a corner of my memory. I will never forget him because he is such... Just one of those 
memorable humans who was so he sounds like a character in a book yeah he was like he, someone that's like always coming in like saying something inappropriate that you're like you can't say that in here mr landisman exactly and then but he, he like would still come back the next day and like not be like butthurt about it uh-huh he hated everything in our restaurant but came every single tuesday hated it always had a complaint uh he'd get an elderflower soda room temperature we knew when he was coming in so we would take the elderflower soda out like two hours before to make sure it was room temperature just to save a fucking hassle um he ordered the same dish he would complain about it in the same way he wore a bow tie and had a cane and wore a little tiny checkered suit um but he would not want any help you'd go to open the door for mr lannis and be like i got it i got it and he would literally hit you out of the way with his little cane he did not want help um oh my god and and he always had to have the same booth and if someone was sitting in it, God help you. He would go up to the person sitting in the booth and be like, excuse me. And he would poke them with his fucking cane and say, you're in my seat. We had to like oh. block Mr. Landisman from other customers. Oh my God. That's outrageous. Yes. Well, we knew it would happen. So like, I know it's Tuesday. I know Mr. Landisman is coming. And so I make sure that booth is free. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nightmare, but well, also special in his own demented little way. <laughs> I'm going to write him as a character in a novel someday. Um, so this is still January 9th. You're annoyed with Mr. Landisman. <laughs> he did not have a list. Then, he had all of his teeth. And then the, you said, then you couldn't get into email. Um, so not a great day. Oh yeah. It's like essential to get into that email to close. So I can't leave this fucking restaurant until I can get into the fucking email. And at that time of night, after our Mr. Landisman shift, I just want to get the fuck home, you know, a Mr. Landisman shift. <laughs> Love it so much. Um, okay. So. On January 10th, called into staffing, thank God, was lead, and I hate him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, nearing the end of this journal, and you're just playing fast and loose with people's names. Oh, I'm going to bleep it out, but he, um, he was just kind of an asshole. I, like, I take a certain pride in, like, cracking the hard nuts to crack, you know what I mean? There's some people that just take Uh a little longer to warm up to, but he was just kind of mean to the core, like... A mean mm. girl that like prided himself on that, a bitchy yeah, gay gross. who was unhappy in his position and like loved to flaunt his power. And at a catering mm. company, there's just nothing worse. So if I knew mm. he was in charge, I would go out of my way to not be there. That is a small person, like a, an unhappy person who has a little bit of power and abuses it. That's a that's a small unhappy person. I don't like it. Yeah, he was nasty. Um, what the fuck does this mean? Went to a good hooch at Black Derby. <laughs> that does sound insane um <laughs> sounds like something our friend aaron would say it's some of her liberal clap trap uh, went to a good hooch at the black derby um hooch yeah, was a hooch was a program it was an app that didn't last very long uh you bought a subscription and it got you like two free drinks to any bar on hooch's list so michaela oh, kick and i did it okay. we would use hooch as a chance to just go to different bars in the city that we hadn't tried out and it was always like fancy cocktails okay so we went to the black derby i guess yeah after your good hooch at the black derby you did herald night at ucb stopped at taco bell on my way home with british employee we tripped no and we tipped you tipped an employee at taco bell I don't I, I don't remember this British employee, but I suppose they were British working at Taco Bell. I just remember being a little drunk, having seen a good comedy show and being like, man, that is the best service I've ever gotten out of Taco Bell. And I've had some bad fucking service at Taco Bells, you know, like went out uh-huh. of their way. Um, so I don't know. I guess it was worth writing that I tipped at a fast food joint because it's not typical of me. It sure isn't. Um, I went to Taco Bell yesterday. <laughs> I almost exclusively reserved Taco Bell for drunken nights or road trips, um, but I was 
out running errands and I was so hungry for lunch and I knew there was a Taco Bell on my way home and I just like, you know how you like focus in on that and like it's just then like your mind is obsessed with it and you're like, I need that. There's one near my work and uh, it's got mm. the same marketing power as Starbucks. I just see that bell just like I see the mermaid and Get like, excited. want it, give me it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like literal yeah, dopamine. It's, uh, it's so exciting. And I sat in my car and listened to an audiobook and ate Taco Bell and I was like in my happy place. I'm like, this is one of my like lowest class, like favorite <laughs> things to do in my life is just to sit in my car and just eat the sloppy just piles <laughs> of hot sauce. Okay, A, don't say piles. And B, the uh the low class, I think you you cancel it out by listening to an audiobook. You automatically put oh. yourself into a different echelon right there. <laughs> Uh, I like to keep things complicated, you know? I don't like to just be one kind of person. Sometimes I'm a Taco Bell in my car kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> um, on January 11th, uh, you got a subletter for your um, upcoming tour. She paid you and secured the sublet. Great. You went to an audition. You said you were pretty flat, but they were nice. Blossom <laughs> Shift smoked and watched some OA. God, I hate that show. Oh, I loved it. I, I really enjoyed it. that show. Peter loved that show too. I, I was so cringe to me. I could not get over it. I wanted it to be out of that at every moment. I hated it. Well, lucky you, it was canceled. See what you did. Oh, yeah, good. I, I tweeted at them incessantly. <laughs> <laughs> On January 12th, grabbed my Starbucks mug at Blossom and filled it before improv. This is one of those Starbucks refillable mugs that Michaela's mom got us for Christmas where you can like go get free espresso drinks. It's actually a very good deal. You can get free Starbucks with a mug? They, it's a Christmas thing where you can buy it. You, it's like a hundred bucks or something where you get the mug, but then you also get a month of free Starbucks. And it oh used to be. Oh my God, that's great. Like I didn't kept, know that. I know. Well, it doesn't exist anymore. They kept downgrading it until it went away altogether. Oh, damn. That would have been such a good Christmas gift for my sister-in-law, Kate. Sorry, Kate. <laughs> um, she loves her a Starbucks. Anyway, um, you said your improv class was okay. Uh, 201 is a lot of thinking. Can't remember after class. Made soup! Exclamation point. Soup! Cam, you love soup! You love it! I wonder what kind I made. Do you want to talk about soup for a minute? What's your favorite? Uh, can I tell you? My mother doesn't know me at all. I was at her house the other day, and to be fair, it was very good. She made pho for dinner. uh, Homemade, like, made the broth and everything. It was excellent, but I was like, luckily, she had made also, I mean, my mom's like Martha Stewart. She made a fucking galette, like a from scratch peach and blueberry galette um, for dessert is it's a it's like a rustic french pie where they wrap the crust up from the sides and it's open in the center you've seen them yep um and it was this big beautiful thing with like a sugared crust and it was all golden and she had made that for dinner so she's like we're eating or she made that for dessert so she was like we're eating light for dinner um and that i guess because of that um it was okay to have soup for dinner but i i tell you i ate two big ass pieces i ate over a quarter of that galette because like (laughs) that soup was not that was not enough food oh by the way you went home and obviously except for this soup maybe this passive aggressive soup moment maybe she does know you and she's like trying to be mean she (laughs) i think that this is an adult thing we didn't eat a lot of soup growing up so like this she would have no way of knowing but the point is it seems like this is what the third time home where you guys are doing great and you have said in the past that you have things seem to be good and good and good and then they get bad with your mom something happens but it's been a very long time now that every time you see her it's been like a pretty pleasant experience and i think that's kind of amazing that is true um 
historically we've had um these kind of roller coasters where like things will be fine in person we've like stopped fighting a long time ago but then like something will hit the fan where she'll like make some comment or say something that really hurts my feelings but yeah i think i've got this this um home visit thing pretty down pat um it's kind of like pressing repeat on on what works but like i know the right amount of time to hang out there um like you know i know what feels good to all of us that like it's enough time so they don't feel like they're being cheated out of like time with me i will say like it's really easy when it's just me because like i like control the schedule and just like zip around and see everyone sure, um, yeah. i feel a little bit bad when peter's there because like it's not super exciting going and seeing my grandmas <laughs> and, like sitting in their house and hearing I stories disagree. about old people he's I never met go meet the oh. descendants of mama oh my god <laughs> no, mama is still alive okay well i'd like to meet her too then <laughs> <laughs> she's still kicking we went to lunch is she still allergic to um ultra that's her mom bushy oh, oh bushy's the one the descendants of bushy uh-huh. is mama well yes the the descendant <laughs> of bushy is still alive and well she's almost 89 years old still just living alone and doing her own thing got it anyway back to the urinal uh it's january 13th did laundry then got ilsa who's ilsa a friend and co-worker at blossom okay you got her um uh your life is a book book about writing a memoir at Barnes and Noble for her birthday. Oh, That's very sweet. Elsa and I used to ignore the guests and just chat at the bar. She'd make me drinks and we'd literally be like, please, can someone help me? I'd be like, hold on. We'd literally just be chatting away. Um, and she was talking about, she's always wanted to, uh, she's got a very, very interesting story. Like grew up in a kind of crazy way. And so we've always talked about her writing a book. And so this is my way of being like, do it. Oh, that's very sweet. Um, that just reminds me of like a scene from the other two, like two like gays, you know, standing sitting at the bar of a restaurant, like dealing with their own shit, even though they have <laughs> desperate customers behind them. <laughs> You're that guy in this moment in your life. Like openly texting my phone, talking with my coworker, and drinking a cocktail while I should be serving these tables. <laughs> God, you're a nightmare. <laughs> Truly. Um, let's see here. You volunteered to swing at work, home at ten to prep for hike. Oh, that doesn't so sound like you. It's Ilsa's birthday. She didn't tell me, but she was like, "Do you want to go on a hike?" She doesn't like to celebrate her birthday, but she just like wanted to do something without okay. saying so. Oh, okay. well, that makes sense. That's why I got the gift. Okay, it's all adding up. So maybe she did tell me. Anywho, we're going on a like winter hike, um, like snow gear, like pack soup kind of thing. Okay, January fifteenth, you're a hike with Ilsa at Discover Outdoors at cottersville and hunter new york beautiful frozen rivers and creeks god you're hiking in fucking new york in january hot tour guide Ooh, i don't remember that but fun we got up like before the sun was up and met in the freezing in the freezing bleak midwinter um to Um. catch a bus to go upstate so i really was committed to this i'm being a good friend it was nice though sounds like it and if the guide was hot then you know that's cool apparently he was (laughs) you said you weren't too sore uh you finished the oa um excited for last shift tomorrow talked to mom might surprise her and see hannah at home this week before dogs to pay starts <laughs> good for you for <laughs> seeing the words you're seeing and translating them to dogs to pay <laughs> you're welcome on the 16th of january looking at nope that's last year um double at blossom exhausted and happy to be done for now it's getting tense vibes Oh, yeah, this place started to get, I always had, like, a sketchy feeling about it. Like, I, I don't know, man. The owner just, he was never really there, and it seemed like there was never really a record of the money. So I just kind of always uh, conjectured that maybe we were, I was also watching a lot of Breaking Bad, so I was like, is this a laundry, um, 
like scheme. I was watching Ozark uh-huh. as well. That's why. That's what really oh, got yeah. me going. <laughs> I was like, "Is this? This is a laundry service? Is what it is?" Uh-huh. Um, and it just felt stressful. I was like, mm-hmm. "I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here when the IRS comes and like busts you. I've seen enough of that." <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, you're a little gun shy about cops knocking on the door about shit you're not like aware of. By but... the way, that's complete conjecture. There's nothing bad has ever happened. I just oh, like of course, was watching yeah. too much TV and was already very anxious. <laughs> yeah. Really, really good things to be watching too. When you're, I know. When you know your dad has recently been, like, gone to jail for crimes you didn't know about. Let's watch more of that. Yeah. January seventeenth, home to moms for twenty four hours. Got Shamalama Indian. Shamalama uh, Dong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's Celine Kerm. There she is, <laughs> Celine Kerm, Celine the Frog. Um. Then you spent the night at Hannah's, smoking and watching TV. Glad to see mom. Wish I'd stayed at home, though. Miss her. She seems well. Aw. Well, you were busy getting high with your friend. (laughs) (laughs) Aw, wish I'd stayed with my mom, but I'm too busy smoking joints. (laughs) Joints. The reefer. Uh, The 18th. Visited your old high school teacher at your high school with Hannah, and then you had Chipotle with your mom. Oh, my Mr. Feeney. Um, I wouldn't wouldn't visit any teacher, by the way. This is the one. Then you made it back from Albany to the city and talked to awful girl roommate about moving out. On January 19th, you spent the day packing, and then you had an improv class. It went well. Um, Got an A- when most of the people got Bs. I was very proud of that. B was like standard at uh, UCB. A was, you had to be exceptional. I don't call it UCB for nothing. Um, cleaned and packed till late. The people who get used suck. <laughs> <laughs> Unacceptable. Unadulterated horror. You cleaned and packed till late. Kick and Mick sat with me. Got La Piñata Mexican with a Groupon with Mick and Kick. God, y'all love to fucking Groupon. Mm. January 20th. Flight to Wisconsin. Then don't have any idea. Flight what that to Wisconsin. Says. Don't just speed through mm-hmm. that. Wisconsin. This is why Wisconsin's my least favorite place on earth. About to find out why the fuck. Have you ever been to West Virginia? Mountain Mama. Um. Uh, yes. Is our friend's lake house in West? Oh no, it's like very near no, West that's Virginia. Northern Virginia. Yeah. So yeah. no, I guess I haven't. Okay. Well, then reserve judgment. But I, that can be your least favorite for now. I really don't think you would vibe with West Virginia. Is all I'm saying. Cold country. Um, I like Madison and uh, Milwaukee. Those are a couple cool cities. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. So after your flight to Wisconsin, you said then car all day because of flight delays of others oh so you were like waiting around for the rest of your cast i also remember that on my flight day it was the inauguration because i remember watching getting inaugurated uh in the airport and yikes watching that as i was like walking through security and hoping that just something had like lightning struck him or something (laughs) spoiler alert it did not said at seven you began learning music uh until midnight yikes you said that's it was terrible rough. on a fucking flight day that's not a good harbinger for this gig uh-uh um there's a woman here who i'm gonna call blanche because i don't think i should use her name you said she is not good there's always one <laughs> listen she um she had a hard time singing this kind of music she was like kind of perpetually flat like not not great for an acapella group but the real <laughs> story with blanche is that Blanche was like a real um, Southern belle who had a hard time adjusting to anyone who was not happy to like lay a sweater down over a puddle for her. Oh. 
A real debutante. A real debutante who really needed the door held, who really needed at least three hours in the morning to make sure that the bags under her eyes were um, sparkling for the children. Like, like, it's a lot, and we'll come to learn. Wow. I can't wait to hear all about Blanche. Um, Well, it said there's always one. I've said that before. You have said that before. Yeah, (laughs) you've been in other groups where there's always one that's just not, not passing muster, as they say. All right, January 21st, last day of the journal for this week. You said, first real day, but day two. <laughs> Learned eight medleys and met <laughs> Can we call him Yeah. Okay, so we have a <laughs> boyfriend. Tells <laughs> very dramatic. Then we have a <laughs> does not go well. So maybe not. <laughs> I'm going to call him Buster. <laughs> yeah. okay. Um, okay. He's dating someone you know, apparently, because you wrote his name. Do you know his boyfriend? No, I don't. I think I I think I wrote that because uh, I thought he was like very very charming. Immediately, I was really allured, and immediately I knew he had a boyfriend. So I was just like, he's dating. I guess this guy that I wrote down. Okay, all right, fair enough. Um, you said very daunting amount of work. You just said I learned eight medleys in the second day. This is acapella. This so that's a medley is like mm-hmm. ten fucking minutes long. It is an inner harmony. It it was a lot and. Not only that, we didn't get sheet music. We were not handed a book. The way we learned this music was he would send us um, audio of the parts, he being the producer, the guy who's like run this company for a while. He owned it. He created it. And he had had it for like at least 10 years. So he should have some freaking music. What we had to do was listen to the parts. And then after rehearsal at night that ended at midnight, we would have to scribe out the next day's like music so that we'd be able to practice it and learn it. So like listen to it and either try and write out the notes or just like write structures for ourselves to, to any way we could to try and learn. Just it. learning by rote tight harmonies. That's insane. Was, I would not have been able to do that. I have to have sheet music. It was very, very challenging. And I'm usually pretty good at that kind of stuff. Um, only Blanche and myself were completely new. Other people had like done aspects of this before, so they knew some of it. Um, but the two of us like had to really like spend hours after these rehearsals learning it. It was it was really really hard. It was really frustrating. So to Blanche's credit, like she already you know was gonna have a hard time, but now like put this fucking burden on top of her. That is a lot to ask. Oh yeah. Well, sorry, sorry, Blanche. <laughs> sorry, you're not better. Um, well, <laughs> well, also, you, you, yeah, whatever, Blanche. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to hear more about uh, Blanche Buster and the rest of this cast of characters next episode. <laughs> uh, all right, Mikey, that's enough journal for this week. Uh, before we go, as always, I would like to know if we heard from any listeners. We did. First, on Instagram, there is a gentleman who is going through like the catalog. I think he began late and is catching up and every now and then he'll just like comment on old episodes and it is honestly very fun to i forget these moments happened he goes episode 65 1620 thank you cam for hanging up on mike mike w t f with claps limp wrist lisp cutie cutie and gay card revoked period what I think he is referencing is when I didn't know work bitch. I think that's the moment. I think so. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's funny. Also, <laughs> the QT. Wow. He really like, he's deep in the archives. He also just quoted, <laughs> fuck your lasagna. That was the gayest moment of the week. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't remember that even a little bit. I remember that. I think... You said it to me because I was like, my gay moment was over-salting lasagna. I was making for Gabriella. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> that was my gayest moment. And that's what you said to me after I told you I hadn't heard work, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> After you called me back, that is. Fuck your lasagna is right. I stand by it. And then there's a review I would love to share. It says, seriously gives me life every episode. This is from Andrew. It says, Mike and Cam really give you the best that a podcast can offer. And with all the laughs, the catching up segment all the way to the journal reading is such a fantastic listen beginning to end. Personal favorite ending is listening to the little Easter egg they leave at the end of the podcast. Oh, no, I shouldn't say that. I don't want people to know unless they know. know? Um, (laughs) Everyone knows. (laughs) A funny, quirky moment. Keep on keeping on, Queens. You're slaying. Ain't that the sweetest. Thank you. That is the sweetest. Thank you, Andrew. And that's it for this week. So if you want more of my best friend's journal, Cam... I'm just like dying to know, um, like where might mm-hmm. someone else go besides the podcast app? Like, I don't know. Where would they follow us on social media? Well, first I would say, take your happy ass to iTunes, leave a review, leave five stars, and then quickly close that app. Cause you don't need to be in iTunes anymore. Run over <laughs> to Instagram, open it up, type in at MBFJ podcast, follow baby, like all the posts, send us a message. Um, if social media is not really your style, then you can get into your Gmail app and just like little tip, tip, tappy on the keyboard, send a sweet message uh my best friend's journal at gmail.com um and if you really want to see our faces uh read a little blurb about us link to our merch store that kind of thing visit my best friend's journal.com that was honestly a, a marvelous walkthrough of what the folks should do thank you so much <laughs> you're welcome take my advice bitches and on that note let's get the fuck out of here mike until next time always remember cam's mom cam does not like soup <laughs> Just not as the entree. Don't give me that little bashful. I didn't hear any of that bullshit when we were having the argument. (laughs) It's always been the entree moment. That's the issue. I'm Ricardin. Ooh, this raspy voice is good for my pirate affect. I want. A two, a one. Nope. Oh, so close. (laughs) A two, a one, two, three.